Hi there. Welcome back to another episode where we're here to talk about online business, how to escape the nine to five and spend more time doing what you love with the people you love. I'm your host, Nick Cribb. And today we are going to talk a little bit about YouTube SEO. I wanted to discuss this topic because I had a few people actually reach out to me and ask me to share my insights and what I've learned about YouTube SEO. Now, I'm not an SEO expert by any means, but I do a lot of research and anything that can help me improve my business, I'm going to use it. I'm going to learn it and I'm going to apply it. So over the past couple months, I've been studying SEO and YouTube and in in different ways to increase my impressions and increase my view count, my following, my watch time, and all sorts of things. And all the information that I have compiled so far, I applied these things that I've learned to my channel and overnight had a huge influx of new viewers and new subscribers and my relevancy jumped up significantly. So I want to share the things I've learned and cover a few little bullet points here that I've got jotted down in my notes. Now, when people start posting their videos for the sake of building their online business or building their in-service business, there's often one small thing that they miss that has the biggest impact on the growth of their business. And that's the implementation of a call to action. So before we even get into SEO, if you're not doing things to actually build your business, then it doesn't matter how many people see your videos and it doesn't matter how many people are are spending time on your channel watching your content or even reading your content. And if you want more information on how to do that and how to grow your email list and how to optimize your website so you can start generating passive income, just go on my website, nickcrib.com workshop, and I'll walk you through the whole thing. I'll show you exactly how to structure your business, how to get the content out there, how to get people on your email list. And start developing at least your first $1,000 a month of passive income. And this can pave the way to you escaping the 9 to 5 and allowing you to just spend more time doing what you love with the people you love. Just like I say at the beginning of all my videos, that's the whole purpose of my business. That's the structure of my business. And that's what I try to teach each and every one of you. You don't have to work nine to five. You don't have to work 40 hours a week. If you want to shorten your work time to something as simple as just posting a video on YouTube and that's it, I mean, that's all you have to do to start building your passive income. And there's a number of things that you can do to increase your income from there, but just getting started is the most important thing. So if you are ready to take that step and you want to start your online business, nickcrib.com slash workshop, and we'll walk you through the whole thing. Now, let's go ahead and get started here. Oftentimes, people will post a video on YouTube and miss this huge thing. It's uh, just putting in a detailed description. You have a box and you can put about 5,000 characters. Most of the time, I, I just I see it all the time with channels that are struggling. They don't have anything in their description. If you have words in the description, those are called keywords. And if you use some high-profile keywords that 
um, that people are going to be searching for, just by having those keywords written in your description is going to help you rank a little bit higher. Also, YouTube will transcribe everything that you say in your video and turn it into text. You may have seen the auto-generated subtitles at the bottom of some of these videos. That is the auto-transcription. Now, you can upload your own transcription uh, if you wanted to, but YouTube will do it for you. It takes a little bit for that to process. But just like any AI, there are errors. And if you are from different places or different sections of different countries, you're going to have different accent. You're going to speak a different language. Depending on the room and how much echo and the quality of your audio, those sorts of things are going to negatively impact YouTube's ability to properly transcribe what you're saying. And this is where the tag section comes in. So on the back end, when you upload your video, you have this area that you could put tags. Tags are not what they used to be on YouTube. It used to be that when somebody would upload their video, they would put tags in the back end or in their description, and it it helps to sort the content that's being placed. So the, the person that uploaded the video would actually do most of the sorting. Now that YouTube has advanced algorithms, they have switched to using tags more for clarification of what is being said in the videos. So if your business is built around, let's say, real estate, you want to make sure that all the common things that you are going to say in your videos that you're posting about real estate are going to be written in that tag section. And that just helps the system to better process what's being said, especially if you have a strong accent that makes it a little more difficult for YouTube to transcribe. So by having a detailed description, YouTube's also going to take what you're saying in your videos and it's going to compare it to what you're writing in your description. So if you are having a description about something that has nothing to do with what you are saying in your videos, YouTube's going to see that and it's not going to rank your video as high because could be some red flags there. Let's say you're being very clickbaity and you're writing stuff in your description that has nothing to do with your videos just to try to get more views. Um, YouTube doesn't like that type of misinformation, miscommunication, or whatever you want to call it. They prefer that everything matches up and it basically just shouts, hey, I'm, I'm genuine and I'm covering in my description what I'm covering in my videos those little things are going to help you rank a little bit higher. Now, you can use tags in, like hashtags in your description. I put them in there myself. Now, a lot of people say that this doesn't really help that much, but if it helps a little, all I want is that little boost. I also like to eliminate the amount of extra effort that I'm putting in in my videos because As I've said so many times, I'm all about saving time and saving energy and spending more time with my family. In order um, for me to do that, I put tags in my description. So that way, when I'm sharing on social media where tags are more relevant, 
uh, I just copy and paste the description over. And when you're posting on social media, tags are going to be a lot more helpful because it's going to take your videos and it's going to publicize them in, in various categories. As long as your settings for the visibility of your posts are made public. Uh, another thing that you want to do is make sure you have a clear yet catchy title. Don't be clickbait. You can have a title that may seem like clickbait and draws so much attention, but it's it's true. You don't want to have something that's misleading. For example, one of the videos that I put out that really just blew up super fast was one on how to make $100,000 in a single day. And that's what I put in in the title. I also put in parentheses uh, a, an explanation of how I go about making $100,000 in a single day. I did not put that up there um, and, and ignore the explanation because by ignoring the explanation, it's just going to draw probably some wrong customers. I don't want people that are ten, that tend to do shady things to see that video link and they're like, oh, this is exactly what I need to do to make my quick $100,000. No, this is online business. And yes, you can make $100,000 in a single day, but it takes work. It takes honesty. It takes integrity and takes building um, a, a wonderful following. But getting back to the point, you want to make sure that your titles are, are catchy. And, and when you're making a catchy title, you, you just want to have something that that basically stimulate some intrigue or curiosity, something that excites people. But just remember, always stay honest with your titles. Don't do anything misleading there. If your titles are misleading, eventually YouTube's going to catch on to that and it's, it's going to lower your ranking in the algorithm, if not ban your channel. So you don't want to do that. If you have a clear and catchy title, just add in parentheses or brackets a deeper explanation of what you're speaking about. So then that way you're getting quality viewers that are coming to your page and actually viewing and, and knowing what they're coming into. Now, don't forget to ask people to like and subscribe to your channel. And while I'm saying that, please don't forget to like and subscribe to my channel. The reason being is it makes my channel more relevant and YouTube sees more engagement and they sees more followers. And the whole premise with YouTube itself is that YouTube wants to make money. And they make money not only from their subscriptions, but they make money, a majority of their money from advertising. They want to make sure that when they're putting ads on videos, that they're not just charging people for their advertisement on a video that has maybe one view in the past three years. Google wants to maximize their return, and they want to also provide quality advertisement for people. So if you have a channel that has plenty of viewers and a lot of following and a lot of watch time, YouTube is going to put ads in your videos, whether you get paid for them or not. So considering that's the premise of what YouTube's major goal is, you want 
your channel to be targeted for those advertisements. And it's not that you want ads in your videos, but if YouTube sees that you have enough engagement and you have enough likes, subscribes, comments, shares, backlinks, if you have enough of those and lots of watch time and a lot of viewers, then YouTube's going to put you higher up on the algorithm and it's going to start putting you front and center in front of people. Now, that's not our main goal. Our main goal is to grow our email list with a strategic call to action and a value-driven lead magnet. But in order for us to successfully grow that email list, we want to rank a little bit higher. So when people are searching for something, you want them to stumble upon your channel and not somebody else's. Now, another way to boost engagement is to encourage commenting. Now, you can do this a number of different ways, but one of the easiest ways is just to ask people to comment. The reason you want comments on your page is because everything that people type underneath your video is SEO. And that's going to help you not only with the engagement that you're receiving, but also it's, they're providing more keywords so that way your channel starts to rank a little bit higher because the more often keywords are presented, um, the more relevant the information is, and the higher you're going to rank. The simplest way to get comments on your channel is not just ask people to comment, but give them specific instructions. Because if I just say, hey, don't forget to comment on my channel, uh, that's it's not really helpful. It's not really guiding the viewer and to know what to do. But instead, you know, I'm going to right now. I am going to encourage you to comment on my channel, and I'm going to do that by just asking a simple question: Have you done things to improve your YouTube SEO? And if you have, which things have you found to be the most effective? See, that's a simple question, asking you a, a yes or no, essentially, a either or, but it encourages engagement. So please answer that question down below. The other way that you can do this, I haven't done this much, but I'm going to start doing this more. I've just haven't been paying attention, but by posting a comment on your channel in the comment section, there's a little button for you to click to pin that comment if it's on your channel. I can ask a very similar question that I had just asked in my video, asking them to comment and engage in my channel, but I'll pin that comment up uh, under the comment section. So essentially, that's going to say like, hey, have you used SEO? What helped? What didn't? Blah, blah, blah. And being that it's posted and pinned to the top, since there's already a comment in that box, more people will be inclined to comment because there's, there's a small percentage of people that are pioneers in this world that will actually step out and be the first to engage in something. Um, but there's a larger percentage of people that are just followers. And when they see something that's already been done, then they're more inclined to pitch in and join in the opportunity or the fun. Um, so if you want to join in the fun I'll pin a comment below so that way you know, you're not afraid of being the first person to comment and then I can just lead you in a little conversation here. 
Oh, another thing I want to mention too, just by encouraging people to like and subscribe, it it seems like it would be a given, but just understand that people often do much better with some guidance. Uh, and then the odds of you getting what you want from your viewers, which for me is really just getting them on my email list, but, but things like having a like and subscribe uh, uh, just to help boost my relevancy. When people genuinely like you and they like your channel, they're going to support you. And if you ask them to do that and they haven't, most of them will if you just ask them and if, if they like you and they like your channel. Um, you could also ask people to share your videos. I'll give you an example. If you find this video about YouTube SEO helpful in any way, shape, or form, please share it across your social media platform. Share it via text to somebody you know. Maybe this will help them in their business. Now, next up is backlinks. Backlinks took me a while to, to wrap my head around. And the reason it took so long for me to wrap my head around was because there's so much information on how to get backlinks, but there's not a lot of information on like what a backlink is. <laughs> so I had to do some extra digging to even get to that point. And once I understood what a backlink was, I was like, okay, the rest of these videos on how to get more backlinks were irrelevant because knowing what it is makes it easy to figure out how to get more. So backlink, simply described, is a link from a third party to your page or your video. In other words, if I have a video on YouTube SEO and I want that video to climb higher in the algorithm, I want more backlinks because Google's going to see that connection, those links from being recommended from one page or another, and it's going to help me rank a little bit higher. You can get backlinks a number of ways. You could ask a friend to put a link in their website to your channel. And this would be a topic for another video, but you can also get big websites like, let's say, Forbes or Fox or Times. Any of the big, well-known news agencies are going to provide what's called a quality backlink. Google sees websites as low quality or high quality based upon the information that they give and the amount of content that they have and a number of other factors. But something like Fox News or CNN or Forbes Magazine is going to rank a little bit higher in the quality of a website versus myawesomewebsite.com because myawesomewebsite.com is not going to be near as awesome as Forbes, unfortunately. With that being said, if you want to get listed in Forbes or Times or any of those places, that's going to be a video for another day. I actually covered that in my Knowledge to Income Academy as well. Uh, it's one of my bonus videos to, to help boost your credibility. Since you have high quality backlinks and low quality backlinks, if you get a few thousand low quality backlinks, 
it's going to be helpful, but it's not going to be as helpful as 10 high-quality backlinks. You want to be referenced, but you want to be referenced by somebody or some business that is reputable, and that's just going to help you rank higher. Here's what I do for backlinks. I have a blog, and in my blog, I basically take what is written in the description of my YouTube videos, and sometimes I'll expand on that depending on the content, and I'll put that in my blog with links. And those links are going to be shared or linking other social channels. It's going to link YouTube. It's going to link the video that I'm referencing. And, um, And by putting it on my blog and by putting it, those same links on YouTube, you probably seen in the description. I got a ton of links there. The content's below that if you want to read more, but the links are there. Um, and they're placed there strategically. I'll get into that one in a second. But by having those links, the more videos I put out, the more keywords are going to be out there. The more blogs I put out, the more keywords are going to be out there. The more I put my links all over the place, the more that's going to grow my backlinks and increase my visibility. And if I get the opportunity to put my links on other websites, then I'm going to just take advantage of that opportunity as long as they're they're quality. I I don't personally want any low-quality website or low-quality business or a business that doesn't align with my values to reference me at all. I don't even want to be associated with them. I prefer to maintain my integrity for who I am and what I do with my business and not uh, just sell out to any option that's out there at the sake of possibly ruining my name and my reputation. Now, uh, digging into the strategy of how I've put my links in my YouTube descriptions, and this is not perfect strategy, but here's why and how. Um, I have the first two lines advertising my call to action, which in this case is the nickcrib.com slash workshop. Because I want it to be convenient and I want it to be the first thing people see when they come to my channel. What's written in the description and content does not matter. What matters is me getting people on my email list because that's how I grow my business. So if you want to get people in your email list and you want to grow your business, take advantage of that top couple of lines to put your call to action in there because People don't have to click the more button to read the description. They can see that and click the link that's there. Below that is where people have to expand the description menu. But below that, I'll have links to other social platforms to help increase my my diversified following. And then I have my description. And then underneath the description, I put some hashtags. Now, hashtags have a very low level of uh, effectiveness or relevancy when it comes to YouTube. But then I can copy and paste that on social channels, which, once again, as I said before, just makes it a lot more relevant and saves me time. There's another thing that was mentioned by several YouTubers, 
And I'm not sure about the effectiveness of this depending on the context of the situation, but I've been doing it anyway, just to see. And it's all about liking and watching your videos as soon as you post them. If YouTube's algorithm is smart (laughs) and put together properly, I would kind of go as far to say that by watching your own video logged into your same account that you use to post your video, liking, and then watching your, your video all the way through, I would imagine that YouTube would just discount that as, as not being uh, really something that's relevant. It's like, whoopee, you liked and watched your own video. Um, and, and I would imagine they, they wouldn't really count that. I don't know for certain. Uh, but I do know that if you have other logins for YouTube or you got some you know plethora of of friends that are willing to support you, as soon as that video gets posted, send it to them or log in on your own account and watch your videos all the way through. The reason you want to watch them all the way through is because it's going to improve your watch time or your average watch time. And the higher your watch time is, the more relevant you're going to be. So I, I see that as giving you like a little boost up the algorithm as soon as you start. Because if you post a video and there's no engagement, then I would imagine that YouTube is is not really going to throw your video up high in the rankings. Um, so what I do to boost my engagement is I will watch my videos all the way through. I will like my own video and I will share it with my family and they do the same thing. It just kind of helps me get a little bit more watch time average and a little bit more relevancy in the beginning. And they'll also take that video and I just spread it across all my social media platforms. I send it out in um, in an email to my followers and try to get as much engagement as soon as it's posted as possible. That's going to help you to rank up a lot more. So you don't want to just have a video and leave it sitting there and then just post it somewhere um, and and spread it across social channels like days or weeks later. I mean, that'll help. But having that initial engagement should help you bump up faster uh, with your your views and and your reach. And you also want to make sure you have a catchy thumbnail. So if I create a a thumbnail for my video, and it's this image right here. And if you're listening on podcasts, um, I just held still for a little bit. But that's all that's there. And you don't have any sort of captions. There's nothing there. Uh, It's not going to be in a catchy thumbnail. People are going to look at that and they're going to scroll through it because they're like, what in the world? This guy's like stuck and frozen. Um, So what I do to create a a thumbnail, and and, I could could go to town and and get super into this if I wanted to, but I, I like to keep things simple. In Canva, I use Canva for my thumbnails. In Canva, I just put a little backdrop. I will cut a screenshot of myself from the video and then overlay it, removing the background and throwing that on the uh, backdrop. And then I'll write a couple of lines of text that 
are kind of encouraging people to to look at the video and and giving a little catchy title. People see thumbnails and they judge videos by their covers. I don't have the most amazing thumbnails out there, but I want to make sure that I'm at least catching the eye and I want to make sure that what I write on the thumbnails is, is drawing some attention. So make sure that when you're uploading a video that you have a catchy thumbnail and it's it's not just just a frozen image of you sitting there. You know, you YouTube will give you that option to pull something from the video. And that could be fine depending on how your video is laid out, but if you're just a talking head and you're just sitting there, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I would add something that that has a little bit more uh, visual intrigue. Now, another thing you can do because YouTube is all about watch time and they want to make sure that people are binge watching is put your videos in playlists. So if you've watched my video on how to create a year's worth of content in a single day, you'll see that I you know I'm big on creating bullet points for content where let's say I have five or six or more major topics that I'd want to talk about in business. And under each one of those topics, I'm going to have subtopics. And maybe under those subtopics, I'm going to have more subtopics. And I can just sit down and write topic after topic, subtopic after subtopic, and boom, just like that, there's a year's worth of content. If you do it like that, you can create a playlist that is centered around that topic. And then when you create your video and you upload your video to YouTube, you can take your video and you put it inside that appropriate playlist. And when you have playlists on your page, that itself is going to help you rank a little bit higher on YouTube. And when you have a lot of videos in your playlist, that's going to help you rank a little bit higher on YouTube. And when you have people that actually watch your playlist and watch through those topics, and you got to keep in mind when people come to your channel, they might not want to see you talk about the exact same thing all the time. Yes, I talk about online business all the time, but I'm breaking it up into sections. There's, there's growing your business, starting your business, uh, balancing out your, your work life. And, and I'm big into using Kajabi to automate my business, which is why I'll have a, a, another playlist for Kajabi. And eventually I'm going to go in there and do a lot of tutorial videos on, on how to use that that software. But by creating those playlists, now I'm giving my viewers the opportunity to binge watch any sort of associated content. YouTube likes that. That's going to help you step up a little bit more as well. At the end of your videos and inside your videos, you have the opportunity to add links and and cards. If you have unlocked monetization and you've had enough followers and, and enough viewers, you can you can put links all in your um, in your videos. But for people just starting out, you can put one link to another video like and it'll pop up on the on the top of the screen. So you can have one link in your video and then at the end of your video you'll have what we call cards and you'll you'll see at the end of my video, where I have my head on one side, which is where you click if you want to subscribe to my channel. And then I have um, a video suggestion on the other side. YouTube gives you the option 
to pick and choose what type of videos or what layout you want for your cards at the end. I personally like to just have YouTube suggest which video is next because they're, they're going to be looking at my videos and evaluating them for effectiveness based on the particular audience that is coming to my channel. So I want to make sure that YouTube starts to pick the appropriate video for that particular viewer based upon their watch history. Um, so you can you can tweak that. You can even specifically choose a video if you want them to watch a specific video, and you can have that at the the end. Um, but all of this put together is going to help you. Each one in and of itself is going to help you rank a little bit higher, and a little bit higher, and a little bit higher. But there's one thing that is most important. If you get all of this other stuff wrong but you get this one thing right, it's going to greatly help your business and your following and, and your viewers and your subscribers. And that's just posting regular content. If you're putting out a video once a month or even less than that, YouTube's not going to even think twice about taking your video and posting it way up in the algorithm unless for some reason it is extremely enticing to people and everybody wants to watch it. If you're posting content regularly, YouTube is going to see that and it is going to start bumping you up the algorithm because you're putting out regular content which is encouraging more diversity of things that people can watch, more watch time overall, uh, more visits to your channel. All those things are, are going to greatly increase your relevancy uh, in YouTube as long as you're posting out regular content. Now, what I mean by regular content is nothing less than once a week. Try to go three times a week or more if you can, but you want to have a good work-life balance. If you're the type of person that can sit down and knock out seven or 14 videos in a row in just a single sitting, and then you edit those and schedule them to post later, then great. You, know, you can put out regular content like that. But if you're trying to have a good, healthy work-life balance, then I don't recommend doing as much of that unless you can optimize the process and maybe outsource some of the work. Um, if you're really efficient at it or you're making short form videos, you could you could probably do that with ease. But if you're making these longer videos like, like I'm doing, if I'm making 14 videos and each one of those videos are like 30 minutes to an hour, that's gonna be a long work day for me. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. But just make sure that you are putting out your content on a schedule that is maintainable, that you can do without getting burnout. And if you're starting to get burnout, just reduce the frequency of your content, but still don't go less than once a week. Now, I want to thank you for watching all the way to the end. I know this was long and I know we've covered a lot of information and a lot of it was really topical. Um, but since you've stayed to the end, I'd like to ask you to put a comment below uh, separate from the one that we discussed before. If there is any one of these topics that you would like me to dive deeper on 
and explain a little bit more, anything that we've covered today, put a comment below. Tell me which one of those topics you'd like me to dig into. If I don't know it, I'll do some research. I'll see what I can find. I'll put it out there for you guys. If I do know it, I'll put it out there for you guys. Um, either way, I love learning. I love learning as much as I can. And if it helps my business, I'm, I'm going to learn as much as I can about it. And my job and my business and what I try to do anyway is just teach. I want to teach everybody everything I know about how to grow their online business and how to develop passive income and how to have a, a beautiful work-life balance. So that's, that's what I'm doing here for you guys. That's my goal. If there's anything I can help with, just leave a comment below and, and that'll just give me some more content as well. I have my year's worth of content mapped out, but any little extra thing that you guys find more important, if you just let me know those things, I'll, I'll put that in the, uh, the priority list. Until then, if you're ready to start your online business and you want to start making that first $1,000 a month or more of passive income, just check out my website, nickcrib.com slash workshop. And, um, you know, and I'll, I'll show you exactly what to do. The video is about 30 minutes long, but it's enough content to get you going to help you understand exactly how I do what I do. Yes, there's a lot of details, and those details I go in depth on in the Knowledge to Income Academy. But that video itself is just, it's enough to get you started. Uh, you, can, <clears throat> you can get started in as little as 30 minutes a day if that's all the time you have. Don't quit your job to try to jump into this online business thing. But put some time and invest in your future and start building your business now while you have the opportunity. Every little bit of time that you put in is that much less time that you have to do later. There's so many ways that you can set up your website for automation. There's so many ways that you can put a course together. Um, and most of them, I had somebody ask me, aside from your course and aside from your coaching and all this other stuff, like they're like, how much does it cost for me to start my business? And the truth is, you could start your business uh, and, and you can add up the costs how you want here, but if you have a smartphone or a simple camcorder, you don't need a microphone. If your camera has an audio on it, I like this microphone in my microphone setup because it gives me a nice podcast quality sound, um, but you don't need this. But yeah, the only things you really need is a camera and a lead magnet and an email autoresponder. And then you start building your business that way. The lead magnet and email autoresponder, you can get for free. I, I got information on how to, how to get that for free and on my workshop video. But yeah, I mean, that's it. And if you, if you want to have some more quality stuff, you can pay 50 bucks. And if you want to jump into Kajabi, Kajabi is like, it is everything. It just automates my world. And um, Kajabi is about $150 a month. Um, for some of you, that may seem expensive. But when you start adding all the different services, piecing them together, Frankenstein them together to do what Kajabi does, 
you're going to be paying well over 150 bucks a month. Um, if you want to get started with Kajabi or you just want to check it out to see if it's something that's right for you, nickcrib.com slash Kajabi, you get a 30-day free trial. If you decide to stick with Kajabi after the 30 days are up, then Kajabi will pay me a little commission. By using the link, it, it doesn't cost you anything. You actually get 30 days. They usually give you about two weeks of free trial, but you get 30 days. So it's kind of a win-win. And it's a way for you to support me and my channel and my family if you decide that Kajabi is right for you. So win-win. Uh, other than that, I hope this video was helpful. I hope it gave you all the information that you need to at least just start jumping up a little bit in the algorithm, start increasing your views. Um, and in the meantime, you guys take care. Hope to see you soon and have a great day.